The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. All right, let's call this meeting to order. Is it on the dot or is it one after? Yeah. 6 p.m. All right, um, I guess we're doing roll call first now, which is not a change actually. Uh, Fred. Here. Regina. Here. And Kyle, I am here. Lene. Here. Patrick. Here. And then we were informed the last two will not be joining us. Um, motion to approve their absences, please. Motion to approve. A second. Adoption of formal agenda. Do we have any revisions, Louise? Or anyone else? I will say that today before the meeting, I did add some things. I don't know if you guys noticed. Um, I got the financial report late, so I put that in um, today. This isn't anything that's changed, but just in case people are wondering, and I also added Adrian um, onto the agenda today because I neglected to do so before. So those are things that I did change today, if you all noticed. Cool. And uh, Dr. Powell Wilson should be on there, doctor. Okay. All right, um, approval of minutes from... Someone should move to... to a... 
Yeah. Oh. Sorry. We need a motion for that. Yep. Who wants to do it? I motion to approve the agenda. I second. Okay. Now we can move to C, approval of minutes from last month. Anyone have things to point out? Can you use your microphone, Fred? I gotta find where I had the question. I tried to use a red pen on my phone and it didn't work very well. Let's see. Still looking. Oh. Help if I got to the minutes instead of the agenda. Sorry. Lene, do you have a paper copy there? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I have one. Um, uh, B. Where am I? F B. Um, Walker should be capitalized. Might have been corrected. I was wondering under F one. Comment that I recommended historic preservation commission be active with connected neighborhoods. Could it be all neighborhoods? What do you what do you mean by connected neighborhoods there? Just say with neighborhoods instead of connect I guess I connected neighborhoods. Aren't all neighborhoods connected? Um I guess that brings up philosophical questions about whether or not all neighborhoods so are connected. connected. <laughs> I think it's also, in my opinion, aligns itself with the complete neighborhoods sub goal of the Imagine Kalamazoo Master Plan uh, 2025. Um, the connectivity between the neighborhoods is one of the things that we're striving for in that, and, and so is the, the completeness of neighborhoods. Um, that might have been what was... So you want to have the neighborhood have signed into that or gone into the complete neighborhoods protocol? Yeah. So, if, I guess if you want to clarify now for what you would like to be on record for saying underneath F1. I guess I was going to drop connected. Okay. Just in it there. So, but yeah. I understand now why. You yeah. And it is kind of a niche or special term, obviously, that comes from um, the planning documents that were created by the city. Should you say connected with complete neighborhoods? I love with the Complete Neighborhoods Program? Uh, some more revisions would need to be made then because it says be active with connected. Um, so however you would like it to be worded or I can go back to the minutes and capture more accurately what was said there, or Heather and I can, so. I don't remember exactly what I said, but. Mm -hmm. I know I didn't talk about connected to that, but I do understand it, and uh, um, I don't know if anybody else in the public would look at that and 
ask the same question, probably not. Fred, would it make sense from, or at least what you remember of what you said, to, like you said, just drop the complete neighborhood part and just say, or no, you said connected? Yeah, with neighborhoods. Recommend historic preservation be active with neighborhoods, but that's, I get why you wouldn't want to say that because the neighborhood has to reach out to us with the uh, complete neighborhoods program. I think that there's room for us to be connected with all neighborhoods, certainly. I think that obviously there's been um, more focus put onto neighborhoods with historic districts um, within them. Probably those are the areas that we have a longstanding relationship with, I think, dating back to the 1970s. That's not to say that we haven't been trying to open it up to areas through many efforts like the granting program, like uh, the CHW gift that we gave to neighborhoods that don't have historic districts within them. I think that's been one of the priorities of this group, especially over the last year. Um, we can take definitely go back to the uh, recording, look it over, and drop the, the word connected there um, so the minutes are reflected better. I had one other thing. Or did my paper print? Why is it? Why is H all the way on the separate page? Did it print? Oh, mine. Maybe mine just printed weird. <laughs> oh. There might just be a page break in there. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't make this anymore. It's just a computer-generated thing. Oh. So there might have been a, a page break in it. It's a good place to write notes. <laughs> <laughs> Helping us out. Uh, one other in B. Uh, white should be capitalized. Okay. <clears throat> and I'm Hibbard, not Hubbard. Okay. Not an old mother. <laughs> He's the chair now. Oh. Yeah, that was something else I had written. I left my notes on the meeting minutes at home, but um Yeah, not there. Can you scroll down? So for A and B, they have different endings. Mine just says nomination was closed. It doesn't say that I was appointed chair, as I think should probably reflect, since this is like a record-keeping thing. OK. All right. Anything else people want to point out on those? <clears throat> going, going, gone. Motion to approve as amended, please. I make a motion to approve as amended. Second. Thank you. Were there any public comments? None reported, so we'll introduce our guest then. Adrian, would you like to come up and take the stand? Do I also need, yeah, do need to speak into the microphone? Hi, my name is Adrian Waller. I'm with the Edison Neighborhood Association, and we are looking to make Washington Square a national historic area. 
and I am just starting the process. Louise has helped with um, stuff thus far, giving me resources that have been already found, and I just wanted to bring that before the committee that I'm working on this. Number one, I love your glasses. Thank also, you so number much. two, it's very exciting. Um, do you have, so I'm, uh, when you say Washington Square, I'm assuming there's a bounds set. So there what, what does that encompass? Map. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Thank you, Louise. Can I? Yeah. Well, you know. Is it, a, are you good if I pass it down? Okay, perfect. Thank you. And so while we while we look at it, so yes. everybody's not just staring at me. What uh, what <laughs> waiting for the map? Um, what was uh, what started you on this um, uh, um, process? Well, I've worked at the Edison Neighborhood Association for five years now, four and a half, five years, and I also own a business in the in the area, also in Washington Square, and it's beautiful, historic, but it's kind of unrecognized, getting run down, kind of a combination of the two as being a historic district. So other than the library, the library is very highly lauded as being historic library, but other things in Washington Square, in Edison as a whole, are kind of not seen so much like the, um, the commercial corridor that was through there had been run down and kind of um, overrun with the adult store that was there previously. And then after that left, there, there has been kind of a resurgence in businesses coming in, but it's not quite there yet. And I just want to and what do you, what is your goal, what is your end goal with getting it registered? Um, more eyes on it, more eyes on the area. Um, just, uh, Are you going to put a plaque on it or what do you? I don't know that part yet. Oh, I don't know okay. exactly so yet. I'm just wanting to, to make it historic, to I mean, like to have it recognized as historic. I think the important no. distinction to be made too is that Adrian has brought this to us, looking to make this area a national register of historic places, multiple resource area nomination. So, um, the things that we generally associate with plaques is at the Michigan level. That's where you get the green plaque from. Um, those are certainly nice. Um, the National Register plaques, I have not seen many of. They are small brown rectangles or like bronze colored rectangles that you uh, hang. Um, and speaking yesterday with Adrian about this and also speaking with uh, her a couple months ago, last year at some point, that's not saying a lot now because we're only in March. And also with Steven, the executive director of the Edison Neighborhood Association. Um, they are in a very fortunate position because of the Kramer Design Group survey that was conducted recently within the Edison neighborhood, which means that every single building in the Edison neighborhood has already been documented and an architectural inventory form has already been completed for each of those, every building, but that means of these two. 
Um, that's a lot of the legwork of the beginning of doing this that's already taken care of. Furthermore, I think that a lot of us know that Washington Square has long been a second kind of downtown to the city of Kalamazoo for a very long time. Um, so that comes as no surprise to me at all. Thirdly, I'd say that, you know, looking for the national level of nomination does not impose any regulations upon it at the local level. Uh, it's largely honorary, but what it does do is open up businesses and, and properties that are included within that scope to the availability of using the federal tax credit. So to me, that's a wonderful opportunity to be able to recognize an area that we've been looking at for so long while also open it up to those financial possibilities. Um, as Adrian said, it also does give people across the entire country and the world potentially to be able to, the opportunity to be able to read about it if a nomination was written. I think that that's a tangible benefit. Everyone might not think it is, um, but once it gets published online, that's a great resource for people to be able to have. Um, not to haul all this away from you, but no. speaking with her yesterday, I uh, told her that it would be smart, I think, to set out some boundaries so you can start to know ahead of time, like where do we want to focus these efforts? We also talked about the scope of work, and it is large, so at least setting out the boundaries is a great start, and uh, that's what this map reflects, is where uh, she wants to look, and the Edison Neighborhood Association want to concentrate their efforts for this nomination on Washington Square. Yes. The uh, earliest buildings, what's the dates? We're, what are the dates we're talking about when Washington Square was built? Um, give me one second. I do like have Like the that. library. You said the library was a major The library um, is, hold on. I actually have I most wanna, of my paperwork on me, and I don't have those. I want to say the library is 1927. So it's the oldest continuously operating library within the city of Kalamazoo, but it's by no means at all the, the oldest building um, in Washington Square. Um, uh, just a guess, and I'm sure that you I have know, it, but it was uh, in the late 1800s. I was going to say, I know um, the 1030 Portage, which is now included in Washington Square and wasn't before, was um, early. We found a couple of different dates, but we found uh, 1912 and 1923 as the start of that. So a couple of conflicting, and I know they built on it at different times, and it's... My guess is the trolley line would have mm -hmm. connected it and been the major impetus for it growing or being significant commercial district. That's, that's what it looks like. Yeah. The, the, but you were asking what the oldest building is. Well, I don't need to. I just was curious. I have an idea now what decades. Yes. Okay. But yes, I wanted to, um, I just, as I'm trying to start this with the help of Louise, with the help of Kramer, <laughs> like that, that's been a huge help. Um, I know I'm loving this. This is awesome to find more about the area that I've worked at and own a business in and <clears throat> The pictures are amazing. <laughs> um, Good luck to you. Thank you so much. Let us know if we need to, if we can help. Anyway. Okay. <clears throat> I'm still, I'm still getting my bearings with all of this, so I appreciate that a lot. If you, so I'm, I'm technically rotating off of the commission, but mm -hmm. 
in my, in my day job. Um, I work at the Kalamazoo Valley Museum. I'm the collections manager there. Okay. So if you need help from like a research standpoint, um, uh, you know, or you've probably gone to KPL potentially, it's a central branch to local history, or if not, I do know where to look at yes. there. Okay, yeah, and so. Western Archives potentially too, or okay. with us, um, I'm thinking about images or any, any sort of tracing you'd want to do that way. Um, I, can, I can give you my card if you want, yes, uh, and that'll be easier. Um, but no, it's very exciting. And so at this point, are you kind of, you're, it sounds like you're early very, stage kind of compiling information sort of a thing. Very and, early days, yeah. compiling information still, compiling media. Um, I'm hoping to, I don't know the person's name, but the person who posts on Facebook, the postcard a day. Oh, uh, is it, is it David Corman? Yeah. Is it? Okay. Um, I found some photos cause I've been through the KPL, what they have like photos yeah. of Washington square in that area. And I found a couple in the vintage postcard a days that have gone up that I'm like, I've never seen that picture before ever. So that's been interesting, so I'm hoping to also talk to that person, get some more photographs. We, collectively, we know him, too, so <laughs> he's a I past commissioner. If yeah. would, you all would, yes. Uh, so. Yeah, that's, that's great. Do you, um, this is more of a curiosity, does, like, does the Washington Square Library, are there local history area resources that they've kept just kind of documenting the area, or is that kind of... I have not talked to Steve yeah. about it much. Um, That's more again, just I'm, a, still, I'm curious, you know, yeah. sort of a thing if there if those exist. I I would not be surprised, but it's not one that I had addressed with him yet. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I'll I'll grab my card. Not you. Keep oh. going. But. <laughs> um, is there anything else that I need to address or say or answer any questions for? Doesn't look like it, but okay. thanks for bringing this to our attention. And uh, yeah, we're here when you need us. That works. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, and you can just feel free to contact me if you have questions and stuff. And I think that if people are willing to do any research work or anything, they can be in touch with me or with, with Adrian as well, and we can uh, help as capacity allows. Yes. Thank you. I'm assuming your contact is probably on the ENA website. Yes, correct. It's, I mean, I can. I you don't have to state it cards. on record, but. <laughs> All right, thank, thank you, Adrian. So All right, next up, um, that financial report that we were missing last month, please. Yeah, and I, like I said, I included this today because uh, it came in a little bit late and I forgot about it, and so I put it in today. Um, Hopefully, because we are starting the new year and everything, this will give us some chance to evaluate this with clarity. Um, we started off with $8,000 this year. The only expense that we've incurred thus far was the expense that's already been allocated out for the food at the um, window workshop, so $114.46. Um, that's pretty easy to keep track of right now. Once um, the instructor gets paid out, that'll come out of there as well. Um, there's not a lot that's gone on this early, so it's still relatively straightforward. 
like the percent used column. I don't remember that from before. <laughs> Was it just always cut off? <laughs> All right, anyone have questions on this? Okay. Oh, Fred? That percent used column, is that percent of the total budget or percent of what's allocated for that item? I would have to assume that the percent that's reflected in each column uh, is the the part of that column would would be my guess because it makes sense that one point nine one is about that percent of six thousand and about that percent of eight thousand. Yeah, it's just of the line of the individual budget category. Okay, calculated it. <laughs> okay, if there's nothing else on that, we'll turn it over to, I'm guessing, Regina for the Preservation Public Education Committee report. Sorry, your last line got cut off. Yeah, I was going to ask about why there was a double strike through on that. Like oh, I don't know. I'm page break one. thing that came up when I was making it, and it, I don't know. It'll I, be wrote too, I wrote too stuff. much or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's punishing me. Twitter posts um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, there's uh, not a lot other than um, to say that I'm kind of getting things regrouped. There were some... Um, uh, tribal and other um, obligations that um, Lakota and others had towards the beginning of this year that meant that uh, we kind of couldn't get a meeting together. But, um, I, and I know since I am rotating off, I'm still fine with seeing the project through to the end, um, in part just because I've <laughs> now been working with Lakota for quite a few years. So um, I, I'm fine with doing that. If everyone is okay with me doing that, I'll still send reports in with updates and, you know, do it in this way um, in our new snazzy and I'll write less so it doesn't double strike through me um, in the next one. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm, it, it is still ongoing and we're, we're pretty close to getting a, uh, at KPL um, and I will, I'll get it done. It's a promise. Thank you. Long time coming, and we appreciate you sticking with it. You're welcome. All right, what's next? <laughs> next is a report that was written by Pam uh, regarding Historic Preservation Month. I think that Pam is still out of town right now, um, or else I'm sure that she would be here with us to present it. Uh, but I'll go ahead and read it in her absence or kind of give you guys the cliff notes of it. Um, this is for tonight's meeting. Um, she said that the committee met on 12-9-2022, and I'm sure that that's a preservation month uh, committee, and did the best to assemble a timeline of what needs to be done by whom and when for uh, our Parducci and possible came in presentations. Going down, um, Pam has struck through the things that have already been done, but the things that we need to do in the future are prepare and send, save the date notices, create a brochure, mail out the brochure, 
uh, three times, and then we'll have the Guardians of Michigan event on May 18th. We are on target for our produ uh, production schedule. All items with a cross through above have been accomplished. Um, and then it says that Pam is gone January 28th through March 14th of 2023, and Sarah Tripp is gone February 13th through March 1st of 2023. Um, just to jog everyone's memory regarding what this is, um, this is for uh, an author to come to Kalamazoo uh, to highlight some of the architectural sculptures that were highlighted, <laughs> that were featured in the book Guardians of Michigan. So I think it's a cool opportunity that we had some uh, sculptures here in the city and that they're gonna be highlighted through a tour. I looked through the pictures online of the, or I looked through a list I suppose online of the, the properties that are um, listed and I think it's the courthouse, the county courthouse, um, city hall, and then the Kalamazoo Gazette building, um, which is cool that Parducci worked on some of those as well. Uh, sculpture that sculptor that works largely in Detroit um, and I'm glad that we have something like this that can happen in preservation month and the other remaining um, work to be done was with Sarah who's the AIA rep for this project right yep okay. I need to double check with Pam to see if the money's already been allocated for all this because I'm not sure who's gonna do this printing and this mailing um, and to whom we will be sending it, but that's an expense that we'll need to figure out if it's something that we are to be taking on. Definitely. Did, mm, never mind. <laughs> well, we haven't set a date for rewards or we need to do that too as part of the month. Did um, did the awards nomination stuff go out or TBD? Because I remember you said there was a lot of stuff after the ice. I'll touch on that if there's no more okay. questions. My report. Um, but if there's more questions about the the Guardians of Michigan stuff, I'm happy to. Technically, we have discussion and action items between. But then, yeah. True. Yeah. We can still put out the call in case there are. Any other discussion or action items? No, okay, Luis. <laughs> so I'll start with what we were just talking about first. The call for Historic Preservation Awards of Merit did go out. Um, I could look through my email to see which day it was, but I can't remember off the top of my head. I wanna say that the beginning of this week. Um, that'll be open through the end of this month. I have not set a date yet for the actual award ceremony. I think it's a good cap for the end of preservation month, so I would prefer that it's towards the end of May, obviously. Um, but I always forget about some holidays in May. The last week of May is only three days of a business week this uh, year, 29, 30, and 31. And 29 is Memorial Day, is that right? Okay. So I don't think that it would be wise for us to do it then that week unless you guys think otherwise. What's the date again? So I would do it as far away from Monday as I could. To keep it in May, that would be the 31st of May, which is on a Wednesday. 
to me it symbolically caps the month nicely because it'd be on the last day, but I don't want people to not be able to attend because of holiday plans that they have. So the alternate choice then becomes the 24th of the month. Oh, okay, right. You wanted, yeah, because people are out of town that week, the following week, Memorial Day week. Yeah. The 31st. Because 29, I know that people would have off. I honestly don't, you're right. And I, I think we'd be gambling if we did it that. So 24 is probably the safer bet. The, uh, trying to think of what Stuart's doing with that. I think that's mostly in March coming up here next week. Something's ringing a bell. We got something in May, but. And although, uh, I mean, I can go ahead and double check with all the, the calendars too. That's just where my head was at it. Does it have to be on a Wednesday? No, it could be any of those days. I think that we would be smart for us not to hold these on a Friday either. I think, I mean, I think in the past we've done it Thursday okay. at the latest yep. for that same reason. And yeah. if we're heading into the holiday weekend, yep. people are probably going to take Friday off to, you know, take advantage or, you know, potentially. So and it doesn't have to be at the end. I just thought that was a cool thing because this is kind of our flagship event for preservation month. So. I mean, I don't object. I just asked a question. No, yeah. Of course, it's fine. If we go, if we need to go back further, though, we can. If there's conflicting events or if there's other things that are going on throughout the city, we can certainly do that. So we'll pin it as tentative and double check. Yep. What this does mean, however, is that next month we will be voting on them. So we need to figure out if KNAC is available. That's one potential or one yeah. one place. That would be one potential venue, yeah. And if other people have other suggestions, I'm more than welcome to entertain them as well. I do think that it should be a pretty central location to me, just because it um, downtown being the shared space for all neighborhoods, if you will, so we could have it in a centralized location. So. Next topic? Yeah, sweet. I also put down that we'll be having training in April, so our entire meeting will probably be dedicated to those two items, I'm guessing. Um, some sort of training orientation for Historic Preservation Commission and then the voting of the things, uh, the, the Historic Preservation Awards of Merit. Um, so just keep a look out for that stuff. I'll be sending things out to you. Um, We'll also need to be putting out a call for a new member because Regina Gorham will be off of the commission after this meeting. This is her last meeting. Thank you very much for being with us for so long and serving as chair and vice chair and just the amount of time that you've been on. So uh, it's very appreciated and we are sad to see you go. So um, thank you for the time that you've given to this commission and to the community in that capacity. She'll still be in town, so people can still visit her at the museum as well, so. Um, but with that being said, we will need to start looking for a new commissioner uh, to fill the spot. Um, 
that she will leave on the commission. I will be in touch with the communications folks here at the city to see if they can put out a, a call for commissioners and then as those applications come in, what I've been doing is going out and speaking, well, at least for the HDC, speaking with the applicants in, an, uh, I guess, an interview type situation and then having them come in so you all can ask them questions as well before we vote on um, appointing them to the board. So just things that I think are on the horizon for us as the commission. Moving along, it's the beginning of the year still. That has not stopped people from uh, working on projects in the Historic District Commission realm of things. Uh, surprisingly, it's been almost the inverse of last year when I didn't have any Historic District Commission cases for the first two months of the job. This time, we've had eight cases in the first two months, so it's been a good clip of projects. I'm glad that people are starting to, I would interpret it as planning and getting ready for the uh, working weather as we come forward. So there have been no administrative reviews without a building permit, one administrative review with a building permit, and like I said, eight um, HDC hearings, which is always cool that people are coming to the meetings, in my opinion. Um, still moving along with the Historic District Standards and Guidelines update. <coughs> um, we had the first meeting in February on the 13th of that month, so we met after that anyways last month. I have a survey that's up online right now. Um, you can find it on the Imagine Kalamazoo Historic District Standards and Guidelines page. Also, if that doesn't work, you can reach out to, or if you can't find it on there, reach out to me and I can, it will work. But if you guys can't find it on there, if you're having trouble or can't remember what I just said, uh, you can reach out to me and I'll send you the link to it and you guys can take it that way. Um, that's just to get feedback for me as I continue to, to write this. I wanna make sure that I'm uh, hearing what people have to say about that. Kind of along those lines, I've heard from SHPO that they are starting to review the applications for 2022 tax credits. Also along those lines, I don't know if that means that the 2023 one is so open or not. I have not received any paperwork for it thus far. So um, go ahead and apply if you live in a residential building within a local or national register historic district. 25% uh, tax credit on Michigan taxes for qualified expenses. So I think that's a good program. Wasn't only open for like a week last year? Last year the commercial portion was only open for a matter of hours. The residential one was open for two weeks, <clears throat> roughly. And in terms of locally, I'm just curious, I know Sharon kind of prided the percentages of how many administrative approvals versus actual reviews happened. Do you foresee it flip-flopping back that direction over time? The amount of administrative reviews versus the ones that go to the HDC? Um, you know, I don't know. Initially when I started this and I would talk with Sharon, I think that we both foresaw that some more things are gonna be going to the commission um, because of my newness to the role. I think that there's also differing in interpretations of the standards and guidelines that'll happen. Um, the approval rating last year was still very high. I think 97% of projects were approved. 
in totality. Um, I think that as the weather gets warmer, those numbers are gonna go up substantially. I don't know off the top of my head, but there were like 60 administrative reviews last year as opposed to the, I wanna say 30 cases over the year. And a lot of those comes from, come from things that are like roofs, porch repairs, roofs. Um, that's a, a very large part of it. I think you'll see that that, obviously right now there's a lot more it's an eight to one ratio for uh, HDC cases to administrative, and I think that that'll certainly level out as the year goes on, but I'm not sure what the future will hold for the amounts of uh, cases that need to go to the HDC. Sorry for the long-winded answer. No, thank you. Um, is there a point at which we need to worry about how much they can handle, or? <laughs> no, other communities do in-state rules about how many cases are allowed to be on any one hearing. So that's an interesting notion. Uh, I think that Grand Rapids does four or five and they cap it at that. Last year we had one that was, we had one in this community that was six cases long. So I appreciate that concern because I think that fatigue with looking at these things is certainly something to consider, but um, if it starts to concern me, then I, I will look at that more closely. Is there recourse for, there's people doing stuff that has not been approved? Yes. I, I just see it happening quite a bit, and I know they have not sought approval. Yeah. Um, there is. Violations can be filed for people when they, when they haven't got approval. Um, last year, someone conducted a project without getting approval. It was not deemed to be worthy of a certificate of appropriateness and went to the Historic District Commission and the Historic District Commission told them they needed to revert it to the way that it was before the work was conducted. So um, there are avenues to do that, that. There are violation avenues, certainly. Patrick, did you have a date when SHPO opens up the tra tax credit for 2022? Did you give? I don't know about 2023, 2022, I had applied back when it opened and then it's taken them this long to get to the point where they're reviewing the applications that What's were review in that? 2022. Yep, they're reviewing those applications. Okay. This one opened up at some point in January. I wanna say January 21 uh, and I reached out to the heads of neighborhoods. They, SHPO announced it on a Friday, so it must've been the 21st. Um, so maybe in reality it was like the 24th when it actually opened and I didn't have time to send out a mass mailing to everyone and I don't have everyone's email address so I reached out to the heads of the neighborhoods to let them know that it was opening, um, that the tax credit was opening. Um, I always just tell people to just checking on them. The Michigan SHPO website is the place where the most up-to-date information is. If you just type Michigan SHPO into Google, it'll be one of the first hits um, and their tax credit program is prominently display, displayed on the website. So it's also something that you can look at. The instructions for application are also on that website. So I'm always here to help with stuff. Um, and I believe that I am one of the necessary steps in the process as well of validating the location of the historic district that the property is located with. Our questions along the way, feel free to reach out.
conclude your report? It does. All right, then all we have left is if there are additional commissioner comments. I'll, I'll just make one. Final comments? Final comments. Uh, no, I, I just wanted to say that uh, it's, I know not, I haven't uh, served with all of you, but I've served with all of you for all of your time now, and it's been a pleasure <laughs> working with you and uh, kind of, uh, like Louise said, with the work that we've done over this past year, I'm uh, really looking forward to see what uh, happens going forward. I think there's a lot of good ideas happening, and uh, I think we're closer than maybe we think we are to implementing and, and kind of getting to next steps with some of them. So uh, look forward to that, and thank you also to you, Louise. Uh, it's been fun serving now with two different uh, people in the post. And uh, I've appreciated your um, uh, efforts to reorganize and wrangle some things that uh, will make it easier for all of us. So I've appreciated that too. So that's all. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Won't be the same without you. <laughs> but we'll still be in touch for sure. <laughs> yeah, like you said, you know where I work. Um, Oh, and then I was just going to mention that he's not here, but hopefully you and Ryan and I can figure out a subcommittee date. We'll work on that soon for Grave Squad. Yeah, and I think just a new leadership summit as well or something so we can get together. He's the vice chair, you're the chair, just to talk if you guys want to. Ryan doesn't, didn't come to the, the chair lunch that we had. Um, so we can probably do both of those things at once uh, if we can get a great squad issues thing put together and then a leadership meeting as well just to talk over any questions that he might have or that you might have um, about procedural things sounds good and then you said or was noted i think somewhere about the upcoming training right? yep so something else to look forward to anybody else no all right can we get a motion to adjourn please Motion to adjourn. to adjourn. Patrick got it. Oh, who called it? <laughs> Good luck noting that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks everybody.